Imagine having each of your limbs twisted and broken by someone over and over again for their own enjoyment. This is the horror a 13-year-old boy, Thad Phillips, endured once he entered the twisted world of Achille. This is the story of the Bonebreaker. Welcome to Enter the Dark. Welcome to Enter the Dark. I am Jan. With me as always is the answer to a question nobody's asked. It's Les. How's it going, Les? Henry VIII. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> able to fucking call back to that joke. What joke? <laughs> the answer to a question nobody asked. So said Henry VIII. Yeah, no, but that... No context. No context, Les. That's what they call you. Uh, but yeah, today we have got a great one for you, and this was um, sent to us by Marie Jensen, um, our friend, who also um, did all the research in the script for me, so I've literally had no work to do on this one, so thank you, Marie. You're awesome. Thank you for that. Yeah, this one's the bone breaker. This one's fucking gruesome, Les. I've not come across this one before. There's a surprise, but this is going to fuck you up, boy. But yeah, um, before we get started, let's give a shout out to our Patreons. We have Hannah Blue Harrington, Amanda Champagne, Astoria Crowley, Emma, Emma, yeah, Emma, Emma, Amy and Jet Coleman, Sasha Johnson, Lisa Dempsey, Marie T. Jensen, Casey the Cannibal, Misty Day, Becky Louise, Izzy from the Clink, Jules Henderson, Mr. Crow, Richard Vaccarelli, and Michelle Hudson. Thank you all for supporting us. If you do want to support us, guys, hit us up at patreon.com forward slash enter the dark. If you do, you get free shit. After about three months, you get stickers, mugs, t-shirts. Yeah. It's all cool. And if you're on $10 or more, you will get to um, choose a case for us to cover. So that's awesome. So yeah, let's get into this one, Les, because it's going to be a... Tough one right, to get in through for this wild ride. Right then, so the 1990s we're in, Les. Now, cast your mind back to the greatest decade ever. Music was. was good. People were scared of the millennium bug. Grunge. Oh, oh good. Halcyon days. It was. Days. It was two pound. Well, no, one pound eighty a pint. A pound for a bottle. Oh, good days. But yeah, in the town of Baraboo, Wisconsin, it had a population of around twelve thousand. Hold up. Baraboo. Yeah. You knew I was going to call that, didn't it you? It should be Australian with a name like that. That should. I was just like, Baraboo. No, it's Wisconsin. Down the Baraboo, down the mango. Yeah, no, it's Baraboo, so it's Wisconsin, so it's just like fucking corn. Like, yep, corn blowing dead in that corn, Baraboo. Corn and cannibals. Like, that's a, that's a game country, isn't it? Like, Wisconsin. I think so. so yeah it was a peaceful community in wisconsin and located near the beautiful camping area of devil's lake state park now i know you in your waterways in america les is devil's lake okay for you that's fucking metal devil's lake attracts around three million people each year which is a bit weird saying that you know you've got like all those fundamentalist christians in america you'd think they wouldn't go somewhere called devil's lake Maybe they view it as, like, being on his, like, fucking front porch. It's better than fucking elephant butt. Yeah, elephant butt. Now, Baraboo is also famous for being home of the Ringling Brothers Circus in 1884. The greatest show on earth, apparently. It was a travelling staple of entertainment for over a hundred years. Better than P.T. Barnum. Well, Les... Fun fact for you, the Ringling Brothers and Barnum Bailey's famous sideshow were called, the people obviously were called freaks, right? 
Yeah, yeah. They drew fucking crowds in. So some of the awesome freaks that they had, right? You ready? Bearded lady, standard. World's tallest man. Not so. The four-legged girl. She's got four legs, Les. Four legs. What's going on there? Why has she got four legs? I was going to do a song here, but, yeah, but don't, please like, don't do sing Rolf Harris. You knew exactly. I knew what you were going to sing. Jojo the dog face boy. The dog. He's just going. To, he's either really ugly or just got hair all over his face. Chang and Eng, the Siamese twins. Bit Chang like, and bit racist. Bit racist. <laughs> bit racist. But well, it was the it was the eighteen hundreds. You know, still not right. But you know, P.T. Barnum, piece of shit. Um, General Tom Thumb. He, he stopped growing taller at six months old. One of you with P.T. Barnum, General Tom Thun. Yeah, I think the so. The one who dressed up as Napoleon and rode, rode around on a baby fucking elephant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there was, yeah. Why are we laughing? I love I love freaks. It's like when I go to the circus, I'm like, is the midgets? And my wife's like, I don't know. I'm like, and it would come out, because like, I always take me kick my daughter to the circus when come out. She's like, was the circus good? And we was like, yeah, yeah. And she's like, was it good? I'm like, no midgets. No midgets. They got a pillow person. They've not got a pillow person. It doesn't say they have, yeah. But if you do, if you go on YouTube, let's watch top 10 most shocking old freak acts. It's, it's Have you ever glorious. seen that film? Freaks. Freaks, brilliant. Yeah, that, at the end where that little guy... Well, guy he's writes, a pillow person because yeah. he's got no limbs. Yeah, and just, he's got the knife in his mouth. Yeah, pulling himself Fucked along. Fucked up, that is. Yeah. Absolute great horror. It is. Great classic it's a, horror. It's, it, was it 1930s, 1940s? Something like that. Yeah. It's so disturbing. When at the, like, spoiler alert, it's like, what, nearly fucking 100 years old now? Yeah, fuck it. It's, fuck it. It's not like um, a fucking... Infinity War spoilers, is it? Really? No, not really. But like at the fucking end when they turn her into a fucking chicken, that's fucking amazing. Oh, it's fucking brilliant. That is like hands down. Like people say, like, oh, watch the Conjuring. It's like it'll fucking mess you up. It's scary. It's like now watch Freaks, man. Like it's fucking. Oh yeah. And it's got a pillow person. I'm obsessed with pillow people. So, like, yeah. anybody who was on about, like, oh, you're all progressive and, and like, oh, it's like, fuck you. Yeah, we're, we're not progressive. Bring back freak shows. Bring back freak shows and pillow people. Yeah. Fuck you. All of that horribleness, Les, not your blatant disregard for humanity, but um, the freaks, it kind of got taken up a notch. And, oh. And... It put the town in terror, right? What the fuck? Come on, hit me up. Right, so the story starts in the year 1994, and a 14-year-old boy, Chris Steiner, disappeared from his home in Baraboo. Jurassic Park, come out the year before. Kirk Cobain died in 1994. There we go. Authorities speculated that he was kidnapped since he was not the type to just run away from home. The major indicators were his bedroom window screen had been sliced open and muddy footprints discovered on the carpet of Christopher's bedroom. Yeah, I'm going to say he's not run away from home. Yeah, yeah. That's also, not re- That's not really fucking, you know, really good police work so much as, well, that's sliced open and there's muddy footprints coming into the room to his bed and then coming out. Through the window. And it kind of sounds like a grunge song. It does, yeah. Muddy Footprints. Muddy Footprints. (laughs) Six days later, his dead body was discovered caught on a tree on a sandbar along the Wisconsin River. Shit. The autopsy performed attributed his cause of death to drowning and marked undetermined. 
His body was bloated from being in the water, therefore no x-rays were taken. There was key information overlooked that would have shown his death was not an accident, but no further investigation was done on the case. USA! USA! That's not just USA cops. That's just cops in well, general. Well, I saw that thing about the Sarah Everard case, and I was like, oh! Because, like, when he... Like, wasn't the nickname of that cop who ended up getting, like, fucking arrested the rapist? Yeah, He's, that he, was his nickname. Yeah, he's been sent rapist. to prison for the rest of his natural life. Yeah. Because he was a terrible person. Yeah. They kind of wrapped it up quick, though. Oh, yeah. Didn't stop her dying. Oh, obviously. no, no, no. Um, but for anyone who doesn't know the Sarah Everard case here in the UK, um, a copper, which is a policeman, um, basically stalked this girl... And then went up to her, showed his badge, said he was an undercover policeman. Did it under the pretense of uh, lockdown. Yeah, arrested her, handcuffed her, took her away, raped her, murdered her and dumped her body. And, and when um, they like caught on to him, he tried to make out that he was being extorted by a Romanian rape gang. Yeah, real piece of shit. A year later... On the night of June the 29th, 1995, Thad Phillip was found missing. He had fallen asleep on the couch in the house that his family had just moved into in Baraboo. He would be discovered two days later. That night, 13-year-old Thad felt the sensation of someone picking him up off the couch. Still half asleep, Thad thought that one of his parents were taking him to bed. Unfortunately, this was not the case. He began to come to when he realised he was no longer in his house. He opened his eyes and could see the night sky and turned his attention to the stranger carrying him. His abductor was an older teenage boy who he did not recognise. Thad was disorientated and complied with the friendly voice when asked if he could run with him. They ran to a house that was not too far from his. Once inside, Thad could see how run down and messy it was. This is when he began feeling uneasy and worried about the situation he was in. Average date for me. Yeah, isn't it? Huh? You just go into someone's house, pick them up off the sofa. Run with me. The mysterious boy introduced himself. like him that s- fucking theme song from the raccoons. You can run with us. It's usually, it's you can run from me, but I've got your GPS. The mis- cannibal. That'll feed, what's his name? Jay. Jay. Hello, Jay. Gonna eat your fucking liver. The mysterious boy introduced himself as Joe and explained that he was throwing a party and many people, including people Thad knew from school, would be coming by and the party would be a good time. In the meantime, Joe asked Thad to go upstairs and look at some model cars and trucks before the other boys arrived. Innocently agreed with him and went, yeah, okay, I'll go look at some cars and trucks. As you would, as a kid. When I was 13, I'd be like, you won't go show me some toys. You know. Oh, them kind. Oh, not you know, like you real get, ones. You know, yeah, just you know, give me some weed. You know, it's the po- let's get the party started. Start a bath bong. Let's go. Um, but yeah, a sudden change occurs out of nowhere within Joe. Then, and he freaked out and threw Thad onto the bed as soon as he got in the room. He jumped onto his back, and with no time to react, Joe grabbed his right foot and began to twist violently until he heard a loud snap, which made Joe stop. He then sat next to Thad on the bed with his face in his hands, breathing heavily. Thad took this opportunity to run out of the room and claims he didn't feel the pain in his ankle at the time. He could feel the sensation of his ankle bones and foot scraping against one another. (sighs) Fucking hell. Ooh, not good. Yeah. He made it down the stairs, through the kitchen, into the living room before Joe caught up with him. 
Joe aggressively put Thad in a chokehold before violently throwing him onto the couch. He then grabbed Thad's right leg and forced it over his head and applied intense pressure, causing the bone in his thigh to snap. Holy fuck! Immediately after, Joe's persona changed back to the friendly and polite attitude he originally had with Thad. I'm sorry, I just, like, maimed you. He straightened Thad's ankle and carefully set it with many layers of new socks. He almost seemed like an old friend wanting to hang out and have a conversation. He told Thad about his family and that he lived alone in the house with his brother. Thad asked him why he was doing this, to which Joe responded he had a fascination with breaking bones, specifically the sound that he made. Joe also bragged that he had done this to someone else, a boy named Chris. The boy we talked about before, who was found in the river. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Glad you're paying attention. I thought you were... No, no, with a name like that, I thought you were, like, fucking making a wrestling, like, fucking, um, reference. No, but, um, weirdly, Rick Steiner's son's just debuted in NXT under the name Bron Breaker. Two Ks. Bone Breaker. Bron Breaker. Bron Breaker. Fuck. Coincidence? That's a weird one. Yeah. Which one was Rick Steiner? Because you had, like, the The dog face gremlin, the one with the, um, headset on, who used to go around going... Not Big Papa Pump. That was Scott Steiner. Scott was fucking amazing. <laughs> He's a fucking meme lord. I love Scott Steiner. Oh, I He's a horrible human being, apparently. But So, the next morning, Thad wanted to call his parents, to which Joe agreed and handed him the phone. He smirked as the phone line was disconnected anyway, and Joe laughed and joined playing with Thad's emotions. Then they spent most of the day watching TV in the living room. Joe seemed content and friendly, so Thad t- tried to reason with him. And he said... You know, can you just let me go? I promise I'll make up a story that I had a falling accident. And Joe refused. He took him back upstairs, threw him onto the bed, and this time grabbed his left foot and twisted it until it snapped. Thad remembers him twisting more and more until the skin looked like a rubber twisty band and his foot was backwards. Oh my God, like a hellraiser with the, yeah. with the corkscrew there. Yeah. Thad tried to fight back, hitting Joe in the face and head, but only further aggravated him. He told Thad to hold a pillow over his own face and do not move, threatening death if he didn't comply. Thad believed him and did what Joe said. I mean, you would believe him. Yeah. He's already broken one ankle, two ankles and a thigh. And he's fucking clearly crazy. So, like, there's got to be some sexual motivation to this. We'll get to that. After breaking both ankles and his right femur... Joe put leg braces on him and made him walk. At one point, Thad was standing over a board at the top of the stairs. He doesn't remember if Joe kicked the board out from under him or if it came loose on its own, but he fell down an entire flight of stairs. This is with two broken ankles and a broken femur. He noticed how severely the swelling and bruising had become in his legs. His ankles were swollen bigger than softballs. His right thigh was as big as a basketball. and The bruises were black and blue and purple and he was in agonising pain. Later that night, Joe left Thad upstairs in his room and left the house. He exited the front door and his car could be heard driving away. He took this opportunity to escape this horrible situation. Thad crawled off the bed and dragged himself to the stairs. In a desperate attempt, he threw himself head first down the flight of stairs, but passed out from the extreme pain at the bottom. He woke up and attempted to crawl to the living room, but passed out many more times going to the kitchen. He didn't make it before Joe returned. Joe became very angry and dragged Thad back upstairs to the bedroom. When Joe got him back on the bed, he began twisting his severely broken ankles again, further damaging the tissue. He then began jumping on Thad's chest, breaking several ribs in the process. When he was done, Joe again began to place many layers of socks onto his feet, covering the damaged ankles before returning to the friendly version of himself. 
He then dragged Thad back downstairs when they were watching some movies and they both fell asleep. This is like proper... This is up here with like the Sylvia Likings and the Junko Furuta sort of way of being just mindless torture and violence. I mean, it's not... I'm going to reserve judgment. I'm going to wait till the end. So then, when Thad woke up the following morning, he looked down at his legs and they looked even worse. He said he didn't look like human legs anymore and they'd swollen up even bigger and they were starting to turn yellow and the pain was indescribable at this point. He remembers Joe wanting to inflict more pain onto him every couple of hours. He laid him on his stomach and began jumping on his back with his knees repeatedly. Joe also twisted his left knee completely backwards, breaking it, further mangling Thad's legs. That night, Joe was leaving but decided to lock Thad in his bedroom closet to further prevent him from trying to escape again. After the car left, Thad felt a heavy wooden guitar and beat the closet door open with it. He reached the stairs and yet again threw himself down before passing out at the bottom. When Thad regained consciousness, he crawled to the kitchen where the phone was hanging on the wall. He grabbed the cord and jiggled the phone free. The phone line had been working all along. He could only tell the 911 dispatcher Joe's first name and approximately where he thought he was located and they knew right where to find him. When the police entered the home, they found Thad lying on the floor. His left knee was completely backwards and his feet were turned sideways. The officer- Fucking props to this kid. Yeah. In it. He's no doubting Thaddeus. That was doubting Thomas. It was double checking Thaddeus. Leave the jokes to me. So the officers were in utter shock seeing the condition he was in. They got him in an ambulance and immediately taken to a hospital where he was told he would likely have died from internal bleeding if he had stayed just a couple of hours longer. Jesus Christ. Thad required many surgeries over the years to regain his mobility. Now, Joe Clark was found and arrested later that night at a house party. As police searched the house, they found something very chilling in Joe's bedroom. It was a short list of boys' names that were written as Cam Wait and Soon. Next to a couple of those names, he had written The Leg Thing. Thad told officers about Joe's claims of torturing another boy named Chris. When Chris Steiner's body was exhumed and re-examined, they found they were almost identical leg injuries on Steiner's bodies to Thad's. It's believed after Joe Clark broke Chris Steiner's legs, knowing he couldn't swim, he threw him into the river to drown. He was sentenced on November the 7th, 1997, to life in prison for the murder of 14-year-old Chris and 100 years added for the attack inflicted on 13-year-old Thaddeus. Now, this is just some alleged crap that Marie found under the title, Alleged Crap I Found. So, fellow students recall Joe Clark admitting at the time that he would masturbate after each torture session with the boys. There could have been one more victim. They chalked it up to a serial rapist back then. And Joe's mother was out of town during Thad's torture, but she tried to cover for Joe in court. But the court records are sealed because they were all underage. So, can't get the court records to see what she said. Now, Thad Phillips is now a meth addict and a deadbeat dad who spent most of his life scamming people, but... He's been fucked up bad since this. Well, that's... I mean, if you've got any sort of excuse to be a drug addict, this torture is it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unfortunately, he when people found him, they tried to get him help, but he's had no help for his mental illnesses or PTSD or anything like that. So he obviously treating it with meth. Well, in that kind of... It's kind of cheaper to treat it with meth when your health system... Yeah, but also, 
Joe Clark was best friend Can't with. Can't they claim that on their insurance, though? Because, like... If he's got insurance. It's, if he's got insurance, like... If you've got insurance, yeah. If you haven't... Yeah, no, no, no. It's it's difficult. So, Joe Clark was best friends with Chris Steiner's older brother, Jim Steiner, who has got really bad survivor's guilt over his the death of his brother. Yeah. Because he's like, this was my fault, because I was friends with him. So, yeah. That's the bone breaker. Jesus, that was that. On it, on a scale of one to ten, Les, what are you thinking? I mean, it's one of the more visceral cases we've done in a while. It is. It was. I had not heard of it, and Marie said to me, "Have you heard of the bone breaker?" She started telling me about it, and I was like, "What the fuck?" I mean, the allegedly like bits. I mean, it it must have been sexually motivated. It sounds like it was sexually motivated. Yeah, because he was saying like he likes the sound of bones snapping. Yeah. I mean, I like cracking my knuckles, but if I heard a bone snap, I'd probably fucking vomit. I was going to say, it's not, it's a, uh, it's a niche kink. It is, isn't it? I've not heard of it before. And if I had, it'd probably be between two willing um, participants. participants, yeah. Like... And the aftercare, the aftercare would be there. Well, you don't. I mean, you're going to have to have that in a country where you, where, where you don't have to have insurance. Yeah. Like, well, I don't know, because if... Say if it was me and you, and I kept breaking your arm and then wanking over you, taking you down, down the A&E, they're going to be like, why are you back here, Les? Broke my arm again. Why are you covered in cum? I was masturbating, you know. You'd work your way around it. You'd make excuses. I know. I can think of a few right now. Go on, then. What, to that? Yeah, you've got a broken arm and you're covered in my cum. And you be- this is the third time you've been there that month. I fell down the stairs while you were wanking, and it went on my arm. Yeah, because I I often wank halfway down the stairs. That song that fucking Kermit the Frog's nephew sang. Well, you've got a halfway down the stairs is a stair where I sit. It's not about him wanking. Jan, in this scenario, you've got a problem. You're a. It's not a problem. It's not. It's it's a, it's a problem if you can't go down the stairs without wanking yourself up. I just want to snap your bones and come on you. You're the one coming up with me sitting on the stairs doing it. Yeah, but that's because you've got like an overactive fucking libido. I can't fucking help that, can well, I? I told you about this kink when we got in this relationship, Les, and you were like, "Yeah, I'm willing to do this for you." Well, I'm the one trying to explain it to the fucking medical staff, Jan. Well, I said go to different doctors and I'd learn how to set your bones, but you're like... Oh, I said booper, but you were too much of a fucking cheapskate. I'm just wondering what the children who live in the rooms next to either like either side of our recording little booth are thinking right now. Oh, don't bring that up. Don't bring <laughs> that up. Not after you smash my hip with a fucking, fucking sledgehammer. Leave the kids out of it. Leave the kids out of it. It's not about them. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, anyway. <laughs> so yes, thank you for joining us today. Um, please let us know what you think about that. Was that, that is a, it's a fucking terrible case, isn't it? It's a horrible case, absolutely horrible. But yeah, another short and sweet one for you there, guys. So thank you guys for joining us. If you do want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can email us at enterthedotpodcast at gmail.com. You, if you want to support us, help us get out um, issues, episodes quicker, you can back into www.patreon.com forward slash enter the dark. The names of our Patreons are going up right now. 
hopefully, if I got this right in editing, if not, they're either been up or you're looking you're at them. You're not editing it, Chelsea. I'm just... editing the video. I do. I do. Oh, do some Chelsea work. just does the audio. Yeah, and also uh, check out the merch stand. We've got some cool T-shirts up there as well. We've got some retro horror ones, and also um, there's going to be one with eyes on it saying, "You're getting drinky, less." Nice. No, that was a merchandise. We're going to do a Wickerman one. We've got a Wickerman classic. Chill out. Tea. Chill out. That wasn't my idea about that T-shirt anyway. Our audio editors. Yeah. Oh, Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah. So, yes, thank you for joining us. Um, I've been Jan. He's been Les. And remember, don't sit on the stairs wanking. And if you do, make sure someone's not falling down, breaking their arms. And and get a good alibi, especially if you're with the NHS. Yeah. Or if you've got no health care, you know, probably, you know, just get into... I believe that, like, get a yeah, different kink, maybe yeah. feet, I don't know. Yeah, you know, ears, whatever. Ears. But yeah, yeah. take care. See you later. Bye-bye.